Season. It's no longer regular season. This is your host, Clayton. And and this is Tyler, and we are Bay Bay Baseball. Sorry, I'm still just kind of a little out of it after the last uh, few days of uh, baseball. Wiped me out, Clay. I I totally understand. I, I can't believe I was watching so many teams at the same time. I actually got use out of MLB TV um, by being able to watch other people around the bay excluding the giants game but um watching the watching the brewers go down and then watching the giants try to come at, that was i mean you you could probably tell us a little more uh, uh, uh the ups and downs for the giants last week yeah i mean you know at the beginning of the week after we recorded on monday i put out a little poll on my personal uh twitter what do you think the giants need to do to uh reach the playoffs most people said 5 and 3 most a lot of people said 6 and or actually most people said 6 and 2 a lot of people said 5 and 3 turns out all they would have had to do was go 4 and 4 and they couldn't pull it off uh you know they came down they didn't know it at the time but basically all they had to do was win one of their final 3 and they were in the padres walked us off in our own ballpark which was a sign of things to come for the weekend unfortunately uh, you know it was funny even like Watching that get the game where the Padres were the home team, uh, Grisham hit that walk off, and Kipe didn't even realize really remember it was a walk off until he was ten feet from home plate. He's like, and that's the ball game. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you know, yesterday I had the setup with the GameCast going of the Brewers game on on my computer in front of me, and the Giants game going. You know, the Giants were out of it for a little while. They battled back, and they they got there close at the end, and then uh, our our not friend of the program, Rob Drake, decided to step in and reinterpret the strike zone, which I'm not going to say he's the reason we lost, but when you have four or five guys strike out in the last few innings on balls that are not even near the zone, it uh, doesn't really help the comeback bid. Um, and that last that last one was low in the zone, right? I mean, that was that. that oh, yeah, it was not, not even low. close. The, the, the fourth and fifth pitches, so strike two and strike three, were never even in the strike zone. And uh, good old Robbie Drake uh, put the thumb up for for Slater there. And there I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna. Say, I'm surprised you guys got punked by to end of the playoffs by a, by the uh, by the umps and not the A's, but. Uh, I mean, we we're, <laughs> we're, we weren't that close from from losing the spot. Well, but. Uh, Rob Drake is a famous uh, Trump supporter. He had some uh, off color tweets before the season started, so maybe he just wanted to uh, give the finger to the uh, the San Francisco <laughs> fan base. I mean, there was one pitch on. Uh, there's a I think it's called Umpire Auditor did like a whole breakdown. He missed 27 strike calls yesterday. Holy crap! And there was one wow. that was six inches off the plate that he called on uh it wasn't a strike three but on wilmer flores and six inches off the plate called a strike and you know a lot of these were sliders that weren't were never even in the zone they stayed out of the zone they ended out of the zone and he got he gave them the strike but i mean both teams had to deal with that strike zone 
Right. It's a little right. easier to stomach when you're like the Padres and you're in the postseason no matter what. You're not, you know, depending on that strike zone to make the postseason. But the Giants still had opportunities. They had some opportunities, you know, all weekend to make it to where that didn't even matter. And they, they just couldn't put it together. I mean, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the last game of the season the Giants would be playing for a chance to make the playoffs, I would have been pretty stoked. Uh, having watched it played out, in real life, I'm not as stoked, but, uh, but, you know, I think they outperformed what a lot of people expected from them. Uh, Kapler kind of, I mean, my, my main, I mean, the whole season I've seen, you know, you got to give Kapler a shot and, you know, he got this team within a game of the postseason. I think my main gripe with him all year was managing the bullpen and that kind of reared its head again with uh, Coonrod the, uh, over the, the final weekend, but, you know, he got the club within a, a win of the postseason, got to see what a, some of the bats could do. Uh, so, you know, maybe if they can uh, – hopefully they can get Smiley and Gossman back. They were on one-year deals. They both said they liked playing here, and they're open to coming back. If, they, if those guys don't come back, I think our rotation is going to be pretty ugly. I don't know what else they'd be able to fill the rotation with. But it's kind of weird for the Giants fans to be happy with the bats and wondering what we'll do with the pitching because, you know, our successful run – last decade was built on pitching and now the the bats are there and the the offense showed that you can hit and some of it had to do with uh i think with triples alley being closed off and the the port walk being closed off kind of changed the winds a little bit but i mean they've proven that you can hit in the ballpark now so maybe it'll be easier to sign a bat here there as well so yeah 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 well it's interesting i mean you can kind of i mean you see what happens as soon as you know it doesn't matter if one person, you know, if you have one hot bat, you know, you're kind of watching the end of that game and seeing um, Flora, uh, yeah, Flores, right, getting hot right at the end with that final jack. You know, you've got one guy doing well, and then the rest of the team goes cold. It just shows how that that pitching needs to save you, at least as the game is played. I mean, right now it being the pitcher's battle in a pitcher's game, you give up those first, um, you know, set of runs, and you can't rally back. Um, or you don't have a, a, a relief to shut it down, you know, to stop the, the team from coming back. Obviously, the A's, Giants series, um, you know, if you don't have that full bullpen, even if your bats do get hot, um, how is that, you know, it might not save you. It might not be the, the silver bullet, really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think uh, if you ignore how the season ended and just look at it as big picture, what we expected of the Giants, what they did. I think, you know, you, you got to have uh, a positive outlook on the season as a whole as a Giants fan. And uh, now it's looking on to next year for them now. And now for Giants fans, it's uh, rooting for their second favorite team, which is whoever's playing the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's right. That's right. Hopefully that'll be the A's coming up. Um, I but- hope not. I hope the Dodgers don't make it to the World Series. I don't need that stress in my life. It'd be pretty sweet to watch them go down to the Brewers um, and really cementing how poor they do in the playoffs. Um, but it is, I mean, that's been pretty exciting. I mean, watching how, how favored the Yankees still are. I mean, they did pick up the pace finally at the end of their season, but how favored the Yankees and the Dodgers are. And uh, it's pretty, it's been pretty wild. I mean, obviously my bet um, other than my favorite team would be that, you know, I think Tampa Bay is going to be just the, obviously the major contender. I don't see him slowing down for well, the playoffs. Good, good news for the A's. I mean, I guess we'll transition now to the, you know, the A's and the postseason. The good news for the A's, if, if your main concern is the Rays, is they're the opposite end of the uh, AL bracket. So you won't have to face them for a couple of rounds. No, exactly. And, and, and the, yeah, that's, that is the hope. And I think, uh, 
the, the having the twins and the and the Astros and the White Sox kind of grouped together um, kind of makes sense. Uh, they're they're a couple teams that really kind of battled to get to where they are right now, especially with the Twins and the White Sox. Um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with what the payroll looks like over in the AL, but the Twins sit at the twenty twenty first and lowest payroll. The the Cleveland Indians are twenty fourth. The Athletics are 25th, and the Tampa Bay Rays are 28th. And those are the one, two, three, four teams in the AL. So I think, and the White Sox are 19th in payroll. So um, not that that has a whole lot to do with anything, but it's interesting to see these teams um, who've been struggling with payroll for, you know, years now um, finally find their way to the top. And here we are in the first round of the wild card, and the Dodgers and the Yankees have the first have the have the nighttime Pride and Time games. So, um, I mean that that makes sense. I mean, you can't look at payroll when you do that. You got to look at rank, at ratings, and obviously you got the two biggest markets in the country there. But I mean, right, exactly. The, the, yeah. the White Sox as a seven seed. That is, I mean, they were one of the they were one of They're the top seeds. All I mean they, to, I mean to be honest, you know, I think them, the Indians, and the Twins all finished within a game of each other, but. The White Sox as a seven seed is scary, and that's uh, that is not an easy draw for uh, for the A's there. Yeah, exactly. They were obviously hoping go, hoping to come in um, a little, I guess, lower than they were. I guess maybe they thought everyone that the Sox might improve their. Um, you know, I, I didn't picture the Sox losing to the Cubs um, that much, and I, you know, having losing eight games at the uh, at the end of their se- eight out of ten games at the end of their season. Um, Obviously, no one expected that. So to have a team that clearly is high caliber and could take it all the way to drop that quickly, yeah, it's it's worrisome for the A's. And you know, it, the playoffs being being what they are is, is you know it's a completely different ball game. Um, A's look to go cold, and and Sox look to you know they somehow can turn it on on a dime, and they've done it before. And um, I mean, they've got uh, obviously. So just going over the pitching that's going to come up that you're going to see um, Lucas Giolito and Dallas Kutchel, um are going to be their pitchers, and they've been screaming hot. Um, so in a three-game series, the White Sox are looking really good. Um, they've also got um, been swinging really well. They've got MVP candidate MVPito, uh, Jose Abreu. Um, you, I, I've been trying to figure out what Pito they mean because Pito has many different um, <laughs> interpretations in Spanish. But MVPito um is going to be there but uh they've been they've been outstanding against lefties 14 and 0 against lefties this season um and i don't know if anybody knew uh this about the a's but we love left-handed pitchers um luzardo Manaya, uh mike minor who we've thought is hey this is a great addition to the team these are all left-handers so here you go um proof in the pudding does having left-handed pitchers or beefing up your left-handers is that you know does that save you what would be great is to watch it work out. I think um, having Jesus is a really bold choice. Um, and then having Chris Bassett in, on game two, because here's the thing. If, if Jesus pulls it off in game one, then you're set for game two. I mean, you could, you could have the A's take it in two right there. It's just, it's a matter of the bats getting hot. So um, obviously I think, uh, at... for the A's, a lot of it might be erasing the memory of that wild card game last year where they just fell down kind of early and they were kind of out of it. They just need to, it put that in the back of their mind and just come out, you know, swinging. Right. Exactly. That's what, and that's what, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's all going to come down to the bats. Um, I mean, uh, 
Lusardo kind of hinted that he was going to come back a little. I mean, he, he had a great couple of hits in his last few at bats. And um, Matt Olson's kind of getting into a slump, though. Canna's been really well. Grossman looks like he might pop back up. So it's just really, I mean, I think everybody here is biting our nails on on the East Bay side of things just because um, we've seen, we've seen, we've, we, we're all living in that Tampa Bay playoff last year and we're living in that Yankees game is this, you know, it, it winds up with a quick lead off by the opposing team and they're just struggling to try and make contact for the rest of the game. And what I hate to watch is the A's, you know, playing the long balls. They sit there and they huck at the ball for seven innings and nothing happens, or they, you know, end up straining a, you know, a couple doubles and then nothing happens after that. Um, which we saw in the last two weeks is we saw Semyon strand we saw Semyon strand himself at second. We saw Lastella strand at second. Um, we saw you know just all these. Uh, when we want to see these guys get hot, it's just getting it's it's kind of inching along. So there's there's your kind of proof in the, or that'll be your proof of the pudding is if they can make those bats hot, um, and they can keep it going in these first two games. Um, I'm worried that if they get to the third game, if they'd still be able to take it. So uh, I think it's it's all or nothing. You got to bring the funk or whatever it is to the the playhouse, get the players back into their happy mode. Um, always, you know, it's a fun team to watch as far as uh, how well you see this um, team kind of gel and get together, and everybody really seems to care about each other on the team. Um, and even the new guys, Lamb and Listella, um, just seem to have really bonded with the clubhouse. Um, and they're obviously getting, you know, their money's worth out of both of those guys. So Lamb, I think, might be locked in as the number two for Matt Chapman. I'd like to see him stay on the team. Listella, it's like, please, Dad, can we keep him? Um, but you know, uh, he 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 was kind of a surprise too. He wasn't he wasn't doing as hot until he showed up. Well, and of course he was on the Angels, so it didn't really do him any favors. But um, watching Listella kind of come through has been pretty awesome. Lamb is a surprise. Um, they didn't think that they'd have Lamb. Um, he kind of popped up right when Chapman got injured. So I think that Billy Bean's pretty excited about um, how, you know, <laughs> how that worked out on the timeline. Um, just a little, like, kind of thing. Uh, uh, obviously, people are asking Billy Bean, what are you going to do when you've lost um, this many first-round playoff games? Um, but his, his quote I did like is it's, it's obviously it's mono e mono. We're going to see what happens with Jesus Lizardo. And he thinks that they've got tricks up their sleeves. Um, I <laughs> think he's just tired of answering the same question over and over. Um, Tim Anderson, the coach over on the, uh, um, White Sox, he says A's are not doing their homework. So all this kind of worrisome talk that, um, the White Sox may be able to turn it, turn it around, uh, you know, just cross your fingers. Bats will get hot. I'm really hoping Lusardo is just our our savior for this uh, for this series. Um, just catching those long balls, maybe make a few saves, and then um, if Canna and Grossman, um, then if all those three guys can kind of be the backup, then we're all stars. We'll we'll take care of it. Olsen will step back up, and you know, maybe Semyon will knock a few doubles. Maybe we'll get you know Lamb in there, but. Uh, yeah, coming down to the bat. Yeah, we'll really see. Coming. I mean, game one tomorrow. Yep, game one tomorrow. And, you know, I think it'll just the playoffs in general are going to be interesting this year. Obviously, it's unlike any other year. I mean, half half of baseball is in this thing, but also, you know, they're they're trying to get this thing knocked out with co with COVID being a thing. Still, there's you know, there's no days off between games. Usually, you know, there's at least one day between every game in the postseason. 
um, for the most part. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you get hot, you got to stay hot without the days off. And if you're, if you have a bad game, you got to have the baseball mentality, the short memory and just come back out like it never happened. So, you know, hopefully we'll be, I know we plan on kind of doing a recap after every uh, A series. Hopefully we have several of them for the East Bay fans here. Hopefully I guess what we got one, two, three, hopefully we'll have four uh, series wraps for the A's in the next uh, few weeks. That's the hope. That's the hope. Well, um, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for us on Twitter and, and on Friday if you got any comments about what we should have been looking at or what we should be looking at for the playoffs um, or hopefully tweeting amazing things about the A's in this White Sox series. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll talk a bit a little later in the week about this A's uh, Sox series and maybe some of the other series, too, if there's something crazy going down. Uh, is it a Muito Obrigado time? I, I believe so. I think, you know, keep it short and sweet and cross your fingers, uh, Bay Bay baseball fans. All right. Well, uh, muito obrigado. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, special thanks, as always, to Hurricane Chris. Hurricane Chris. Muito obrigado, everyone. Go A's. Hey, baby. 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 H